You're listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Each week, Sinead, that's me, surprises Darren with a topic and we run with it. As the title suggests, the topics will be marketing based, but the rest is unknown to Darren. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome. It is another episode of A Little Thing Called Marketing, and this is a podcast all about marketing. My name is Darren Doyle and your name is... Sinead O'Neill. How are you, Darren? I'm great. So I am the creative director here at Studio 93. Um, Sinead, tell our audience what you do here. Um, So I am a marketing executive here. I've been with you now for about two months. Um, It's flying by. We're super busy and it's really, really exciting. I love, love this and I'm really enjoying the podcast. Um, Something to look forward to. Great. And you're doing a great job. And thank you very much for hosting this podcast. You're welcome. I'm a bit hoarse as well. So you'll have to excuse my voice today. Don't worry. I'll Photoshop that for you. It'll be (laughs) perfect. Um, Sinead, what is uh, your topic this week? Okay. So today I want to talk to you all about marketing strategy. I'm just going to briefly explain what a marketing strategy is. Pretty much it just refers to a company's overall kind of game plan um, for reaching their prospective clientele and turning them into customers. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I usually refer to it as the roadmap when I'm talking to to clients. Mm. So it's, you know, a strategy is just like, strategy is very simply, you know, how, okay, how do we get from A to B? So A is where I am today. B is where I want to be in six months, a year, five years. And then the strategy is the line between A and B. And then it's all the little um, nodes, if you like, or little points along the line that represent different things that we would do or have to look at or take care of. So, you know, strategy for me is is against the roadmap. How are we going to get from A to B? What is A? What is B? What are the steps along our roadmap? But a game plan works as well for me. First of all, I suppose, why why do we have one in place? Why why is it important for the business? You you said this quote in an earlier podcast and you were right. It's this idea of fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm. So if you don't have a strategy in place, you basically, you don't have a plan for what you're trying to achieve. And businesses that don't have a marketing strategy in place, I, I have found in terms of what they do uh, in terms of marketing their company, is that they're always reactive and they're not proactive. They're reacting to whatever's going on in the market on that specific day. They're reacting to whatever their competition is doing. They're reacting to X, Y, and Z. My point is there's no plan and they're never proactive. They're never clear on what they're, what they should be doing today. And they're not, they don't know what they're doing next week in terms of promotion and marketing, and they don't know what they're doing next month. So that's the key reason to have a strategy because the strategy is, you know, a big part of the overall plan. And if we have a plan, then we always know what we're doing and we can be proactive rather than reacting all the time. So kind of finding out who your customer is, is really important and maybe a first step in your marketing strategy. What do you need to take into consideration when finding out who your target audience is? Yeah, you're right. And what I always think is like, I mean, the the most important thing you need to understand in terms of your, your customers and more importantly, your potential customers is what's the problem that they have that you can solve? So what are they, what's the solution they're looking for? How do you make their life easier? In, in, and if you can clearly articulate that, that's going to be a big part of your strategy in terms of marketing, because what you'll want to do is you will want to basically show them um, and potentially before they even ask, 
you know, how you do that. And part of your marketing strategy should be to articulate that very, very clearly. And, and, and this is very much around communication because, you know, again, when I do this exercise with clients, like they can all, they, they can all tell me that and they can, they can articulate it pretty clearly. Um, and then you look at their, their marketing, you look at whatever they're doing currently in marketing and they're not communicating it at all. Yeah. And it's, they're only communicate when I'm asking them very directly, how does your product make someone's life easier? You know, what does, what's the problem that your product serves? And then they'll, again, they'll tell me straight away and then, you know, I'll, I'll know already, but I'll have looked at their marketing and I'll say, we're not telling that to our customers. We're not articulating that. Yeah. And you're talking about communication there. Do you think like if companies were to give their marketing strategy document, say to a marketing agency, to every member of staff, that they should know exactly who they are, what they stand for and why they do it? A hundred percent. I mean, often those people who, who keep people in the business may or may not be involved in the process of developing the your marketing strategy. And there's a considerable amount of work that has to go into that. But regardless of whether they're involved in the process or not, I would always recommend to clients that when it's done, that it is you know circulated and those people get sight on that document. And again, we talked about in another podcast about consistency and everyone being sing- singing off the same hymn sheet. I mm-hmm. guess specifically we were talking about a brand guideline document in that podcast. So again, the strategy should be uh, should be company wide, and that everyone, not not that necessarily that everyone is involved, but that they understand what the plan is here. Uh, within your marketing strategy, then you obviously want to set some goals. What would you say, kind of some key goals to set would be? A big part of a marketing strategy is being very clear on what the goals are for the marketing strategy. What are we trying to achieve? Why are we putting all the time and effort into this strategy? Um, and the goals will be different based on uh, the company and, you know, what, what exactly they identify as being maybe, you know, primary goal and then kind of secondary goals. And maybe you might go down to tertiary goals. But I would always encourage clients and Sinead, you know, I'm a big fan of the the SMART goals, yeah. um, which stands for specific, measurable, um, achievable Relevant. Relevant and time bound. So it whatever the goals are is important, but more important that you go through that system. And, you know, I, I'm not going to go through it. You can Google the, the SMART uh, framework, but it's important to do that and have the goals, but that they, it, that they're very specific goals. They're not just like, oh, we want to increase revenue. Yeah. Okay. So we want to increase revenue by how much, by when. And then that's part of your goal and part of the strategy. So how do we do that? What do you think these goals are setting these goals kind of help with when it, when it comes to your strategy? So there's a quote I heard years ago and I, I throw it out fairly regularly and so you can't score if you don't have a goal. So obviously then the goals you set within your, your marketing strategy will, will inform the metrics. How do you use these metrics? Yeah. So metrics are just how, how we measure this stuff. And, you know, I mentioned the smart framework and, you know, M there is for, is it measurable? Is the goal measurable? And how do we measure anything? Well, metric, measure, metric, they're the same thing. So uh, all of this stuff has to be measurable uh, in terms of, uh, us being able to understand at any given point in time, you know, are we on track to achieve our goal? Again, we could do a, a whole podcast on metrics alone, but metrics are very important. And then there's lots of tools and, and uh, things online, software that will will allow us to do this. But it is, again, it's part of the SMART um, framework. So if you set your goals with the SMART framework in mind, 
you have to ask yourself, is this measurable? And then how are we going to measure it? Do you think a strategy helps in having a clear vision of, of who you are as a company? Absolutely. So a lot of the, the work you'll do early on in the strategy, and again, for clients that haven't been through this process, I think sometimes they're not expecting this to happen early on. But early on, there's a lot of um, conversations around the company and who they are and their messaging and what they stand for. And it is very important. I always, I always, I, I, I do a lot of um, exercises with clients and a lot of them are based on the, the writings of Simon Sinek. Um, and his famous book, Start With Why. It's this whole idea of, you know, a lot of businesses and uh, organizations will will talk about kind of, first of all, kind of what they do and then kind of how they do it. And they might they might never talk about their, their why, why they do it. But if they do, it's always way down on the list. And Simon Sinek talks about uh, flipping that completely. So you're starting with why you do something, you know, what drives you, what gets you up in the morning. Then you're talking about, you know, how you do it. And then you're talking about, you know, what what it is. And that's very much in his book. He uses, again, um, Apple often come up on this podcast, but he uses Apple as an example for for doing this. And in the show notes, I'm going to link to a YouTube video of Simon Sinek talking through this. It's a short enough video. It's very um, very popular, actually quite famous within marketing, but it's this idea of starting with why. And back to your original question, um, it's, it is very important that we get clear on who we are as a business. And all of this obviously is, is, is just so important in terms of marketing and strategy, because these are the building blocks that we would later in the process make decisions based from. So you might have, you know, your value proposition and your, your why and, uh, again, like I said, at some point we're going to have to ask ourselves, you know, should we go this route or should we go that route? And we could, would consult the original document, this document that I'm talking about now. I, I often encourage clients to actually just print out and put on their wall in the office. You could look up at that and go, which of our directions here is in line with that document that we worked on? And then it becomes quite clear as a decision making process in later uh, phases of marketing strategy if you're clear on who you are and what you stand for and why you're different and how you differentiate yourself from your competitors again it's that consistency piece we've talked about that before on another podcast and um, if you're if you're consistent on who you are your messaging all that kind of stuff then that that instills trust but you can't be consistent consistent if you're not clear on it in the first place yeah absolutely because i think it just allows you to be certain about who you are who your customer is and how you can benefit that customer as well i suppose what would your tips be then in starting to formulate a strategy we have quite an in-depth process that we go through here when we're working with clients on their marketing strategy and we don't have time to go into all of the things we do but some of the more important elements of that would be and some of them we've touched on already to be honest would be you know again being very clear on what's our goals here what are we trying to achieve why are we even doing this and um, understanding your positioning in the market and then from that being able to extract out or be able to maybe point yourself in a direction that differentiates yourself from the competitors inside the market something that makes you different makes you stand out what's your value proposition if we think of a marketing strategy as being 
a roadmap, you know, how do we get from A to B? And then along the journey, we have all these different points and checkpoints, if you like. You could think of those as, you know, what are what are the vehicles we're going to drive to get from A to B? So what are the medium or mediums that we're going to utilize? What could give us the biggest bang for our book? Um, are we going to focus on, I'm not going to use any examples because I, I, I'll i be biased, but, you know, there's lots of ways we can achieve our goals. So what's, what's going to be the most effective for us? How are we going to connect with our audience? That would be another important one. So ultimately then as well, you need to, again, we've touched on it, is have a time frame or a timeline on all this kind of stuff. Because if there's no start and end point in terms of time, it's just, uh, it's like a wish or a dream or something. So maybe sometime in the future, something will happen or this thing will happen. But mm. without a, a final where we're ending off or we're aiming for it to happen by, again, that's just, it's just too, a bit, bit too up in the air. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. However, I must say when you have goals, they cannot, absolutely be long-term goals as well you know just because you set a goal doesn't have to be done within the first six months of setting it so I think like you said Darren if if you have a goal even within two years at least if you've given it a time frame it's something to work towards absolutely and when we work with clients we always have short-term goals medium-term goals and then you have the long-term goals as well so you're absolutely right on that yeah and I know this is a tough one um because obviously we don't know every every company's circumstances but how would you go about maybe deciding on, on a budget and how much of a budget to put aside for, for your marketing? A great question. And it's, it's one of the first questions I get from clients when they come in the door. And I'm, it's, not, it's not me sidestepping the question. As you said, it's down to every individual uh, client. But this is another reason why I'm very, I don't say strict, but I'm, I'm, I'm hard on being very clear on what's the objective here. So again, what's the B? If A is where we are now and B is where we want to be, can we articulate very clearly what that objective is? And then again, back to time, over what time frame? Then I'm able to say to a client, well, if these are our, if this is our main objective and then these are our kind of secondary objectives, I, I would say to them, I think your budget has to be this, whatever this is. So mm. budget comes from an understanding of what the the goal is here and what we need to achieve from the from the the strategy and and then you kind of just e- extrapolate back in terms of what we need to do by when and then well what that what's that going to cost basically and you know it's it's cost it is cost but I always I always try to say you know investment because all of this stuff we're doing and any kind of marketing really you know it has to be a situation where you're spending one euro and you're making three euros or whatever it is like there has to be all of this stuff has to be rooted in increasing your bottom line as a business. Yeah. And would you think that's a, a goal kind of to start off with to to increase the bottom line? Do you think companies maybe take a hit in the first, you know, year or whatever of investing in their marketing? Uh, no, no, I, I would never um, be encouraging clients to take a hit because, mm. I mean, as a, it's a basic function of business. We need to be making more money than we're spending. How often would you change your budget? So as part of your marketing strategy, you wouldn't be budgeting, you would have basically a budget for the entire period of the strategy, Mm. which again is usually a minimum of kind of six months, so it can be longer. And usually there's a a budget for the entire uh, piece, if you like. And then that's broke down into individual elements and items along the path. So you're not, you know, once you start to roll out the strategy, whatever it is, there should be no surprises at any point where you're suddenly spending more than you thought. Because again, you have a budget over the entire period 
and then it's broken down to month on month or quarter on quarter and then it's further broke down into well this is what we have to spend on uh, videography this is what we have to spend on social media this is what we're spending on improvements to the website so mm. again it's it being very clear on that and having that budget budget is a big part of the plan and a plan is a strategy and a strategy is just how we get from a to b okay there is a, a survey from i think it's cmo survey every year where like kind of top marketers look at their budget and what what they would spend or what they're predicting to spend and i actually had a look at it um the other day and it's really interesting to see how different companies you know predict different things definitely had to have a look at that survey it's quite interesting to Businesses need a new strategy every single year or would you say a revised version? So for companies, for companies that we work with who have, who have no marketing strategy in place at all and has never had a marketing strategy in place, there's a big body of work to be done there Mm. in terms of uh, plotting out the next six months, year or whatever it is. So we'll say, say it's a year. Um, and, and that's a lot of work, but for companies, I'm thinking of a couple of clients where it's, uh, there, there are ups and downs in terms of the seasonality of their product or their service and that they can predict that pretty accurately year on year. So for those clients, once you get that initial kind of uh, a year long strategy in place, assuming the goals don't change that much in the second year, mm. it is often just a rejig of what's there and they'll have had the feedback from running that strategy for the first year in terms of how effective it was often to be honest uh, clients will just roll over and they'll continue with the process with the strategy from the year before with some minor tweaks but that a lot of the discovery has been done they're very clear on their messaging all that kind of stuff they're very clear on you know the the vehicles they're using and the channels they're using to get their message and their marketing out there and it's worked for them and they can see that it's worked so they're just continuing with the strategy so again often a good body of work up front but then assuming your goals don't change much the following year and the year after you can pretty much continue with what you've been doing that in, in the first year and i just want to ask Obviously, I'm I'm new here to Studio Ninety Three, but did talking about COVID, did it have an effect on people's strategies and stuff? Like external factors would obviously influence your strategy and change it up a little bit. Did it? Did you notice a big a big difference in people's strategies and how they changed from pre-COVID to post or even during? Yeah, well, obviously there was a big change during COVID, and none of us could have expected that. And to be honest, you know, I can clearly think of some clients. And their marketing strategy that they had in place had to be, I wouldn't say rolled in a ball and threw in the bin, but it definitely had to be um, put in a, in an envelope and put into a drawer because mm-hmm. it wasn't relevant anymore because okay. things had changed so much. And they had to be agile in terms of, you know, how they were going to run their business for those two years. And a lot of clients, um, I, and I, I give them props for, for doing that and for weathering the storm. And a lot of clients actually... Yeah, are in a, a better position today than they were two days, two years ago, because they had to pivot and they had to change their business. Largely, they had to look to digital to, to keep things afloat. And now they're the better business for it. So things like that can definitely happen and they will have an effect on your marketing strategy. So, but I mean, that aside, in in normal times, it's you're only going to be making, you know, adjustments as you yeah. go, not completely throwing the strategy out and then coming up with a new strategy. Now, I will put one caveat in there. If you're again, you set your goals for what the marketing strategy is all about and what you need to achieve. If those goals drastically change, they're completely different goals, then you might need to to revisit it in, in more in depth than than what I'm describing. 
Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Um, when it comes to kind of content and stuff like that, how important is that to kind of note within your your marketing strategy and whether you're going to be doing it in house or getting an agency? Is that are they all factors that you have to take into consideration? Yeah, like I said, there's there's a lot to consider when when forming a marketing strategy, um, and content is massive, massive, massive thing. So we're talking about you know what are the you know how are we going to communicate to people? So content can be the form of video. Uh, text, blog, photography, uh, it's anything. It could be even an event. It's just the way we we communicate. And it's a massive part of your marketing strategy. I just want to ask you, how would you analyze the results and how often would you analyze the results of your marketing strategy? Yep, great question. And you should be analyzing the results very, very regularly. So, you know, all of this stuff, a lot of the stuff we do in terms of marketing strategy and, and the marketing campaigns you run out is trackable in real time because to be honest, 80% of it is is online. So you should be tracking this uh, constantly. You know, not every day. You're not going into the office every day and looking at these stats and figures. But I would say at an absolute minimum, you're tracking this stuff at the end of every month. So you're looking back over the results and you you know what you've done and what you've spent and what you've made as a, as a result of what you've rolled out in terms of your marketing in the previous month and you're analyzing that and and any good marketing company worth the salt will be keeping an eye on that stuff because tweaks may need to be made along the way so to answer your question you're you're monitoring this all the time it's not a thing of right let's start the marketing strategy or the marketing campaign and turn it on and we get back to our run our business and forget about it. it's not that mm. so uh, uh, to answer your question at a minimum at the end of every month you should be looking back at what what happened that month and being able to justify that spend because you can see well we spent a euro there and we made three euros as a result of that one euro okay no that all makes sense thanks thanks so much for answering all my questions about strategy darren again probably a little rambling as always again the the, the idea here is there's no homework on my end mm. Sinead clearly has her homework done <laughs> so a lot of this stuff is it's off the top of her head guys guys i hope you found this uh, uh conversation around marketing strategies interesting feel free to reach out to us at g93 if you have any further questions if you enjoyed the podcast if you found it of benefit um a review on itunes would be really beneficial to us and will just help us to get the podcast out in front of people Sinead, thank you very much for another episode and we will see you on the next one you've been listening to a little thing called marketing brought to you by studio 93 check us out on linkedin facebook and instagram for more and if you have any suggestions for topics do send us a message on instagram we'll be back same time same place next week and don't forget you can visit our website www.studio93.ie for on-demand webinars, blog posts or to book a consultation.